You want your machete back? Shit, it's yours! Take it! Guys! It's okay! He just wanted his machete back! Welcome to Monsters, Monsters Conquer, Conquer the, world. the World! I'm Matt. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Ralph. Hi. And this is a podcast where Ralph and I yak about monster stuff. Uh, a lot of times it's kaiju movies, but this time, thanks to our patron Shelly, we're covering 2002's Jason, Jason X. X. Thank or you, Shelly. If this was a Mad Magazine parody, it would be Jason X. <laughs> but it's not. Uh... <laughs> Uh, before we awkwardly back into our sleeping bags, uh, let's give a quick thanks to our alluring and handsomely chiseled patrons. I'm talking about Chelsea. I'm talking about Chef. I'm talking about Ricky. Your power levels are over 9,000. Oh. Did I do that right? I don't know. Is that... I don't even that, know what you're referencing. Is that the Dragon Ball? Oh. Cammy, yeah. hammy, hoo-poo, I mean, ha-ha. I mean, I've never... Watched an episode of Dragon Ball. Oh, good. Yeah. But I yeah. thought you did. That's they do. why I no. that. I listened to a, a two-part podcast on what Dragon Ball Z is, and that's my. And then I play um, Dragon Ball Fighters. I, just, I heard the game is really good. Game is amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the better fighting games I've ever played. Nice. And they play it at Evo every year. Like, yeah. You know. Um, but uh, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> Jason X. Jason. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the, we got some thoughts on this movie. It's the greatest film of the past 200 years. It's really... Uh, I like it a lot. It's... Uh, the word is controversial or... Sure. Among, among um, fans of Friday the 13th movies. Yes. Yeah. I would say if you're not a slasher or Friday the 13th fan, it is not controversial because there's a very <laughs> good chance that you just think it's a big turd. Yep. But that's wrong. It's not a big turd. Well, I mean it is a big turd, but like it's a good big it's turd. It's a good spicy turd. You, it's a t- <laughs> Yeah. You can, it's a turd you it's can got, really sink your teeth it's into. Some, it's got layers. Oh yeah, you hit a corn in there, forget it. Yeah. It's like, it's a it's a really fun movie. It's not a good movie, but it's very fun. Yeah, it is. Um, it's fun, and, and it's uh, yeah. We were talking about it already. There's some some parts that make you just like kind of grimace. Yeah, like some lines, you know. But mostly, it is a lot of. Uh, it's a good time. Just it, a really good time. It's we'll we'll get into it. But it's Jason I'll, in space. I'll, yeah, it's Jason in space. And I'll say up front, I don't think that it would be fun if it didn't have the nine other movies before it. You know? It, yeah. Oh, to, I think that's a, a really good point. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting late sequel. And you need, that, you need yeah. that legacy in place before you earn something like this. Yeah. I was watching, um, like, clips just to get myself in the right mood before we did this and sort of just remind myself of the uh the aura of jason x because it's unique yes and um yeah that's i thought this is a this is the way that you should cap off this whole series but as a standalone movie it's not great it yeah it would not be yeah it's right some of these friday the 13th movies you can jump in uh, 
wherever. Like, you could just watch four and be like, whoa. You know, like, I should check out the rest of these. Fuck yeah. But if you watch Jason X only, <laughs> you're not going to want to watch the Why rest of Why were there yeah, ten of these made? Right. But in the context of ten movies, I think it's really cool. And that uh, that comes into play. There are little... Easter eggs and kind of in jokes and things that wink at the history of the franchise, like the, the return of the sleeping bag kill and all these little kind of nuggets for people who are well-versed in the franchise. I think you're absolutely right. This is a, this is a franchise capper. It can't really stand alone. Right. In a sense, uh, to tie this into kaiju shit, because that's how my brain is wired. This is sort of akin to Godzilla final wars which is also a big, spastic, not technically good, but very fun movie that takes, you know, uh, fucking 30 movies worth of lore and kind of plays around with it and mashes it together in interesting ways. Okay, we need to watch that one. We do. It's Uh, pretty soon, yeah. Yes. Sooner than later. Uh, let's, Ralph, do you, want, do you want to hear some facts I about do. Jason X? Kind I, of the beat sheet? Mm-hmm. You want to know who made this thing? Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm, let's, go, let's go down the list. Well, I'll act like I don't know, and Ooh, then you can tell me. <laughs> that's the magic of podcasts. Yeah. This you one don't is, know this, that Ralph yeah. read this shit. Yeah, this is fun because this is more in my wheelhouse than the usual uh, fair. Yes. This but, is yeah. this is something you've encountered in the wild before yeah. we started having a podcast. So this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is directed by Jim Isaac, who uh, it was mostly a special effects guy. He worked on Return of the Jedi, Gremlins, Arachnophobia. The only other like major directing credit I could find was a movie called Skinwalkers, which I think is like a mid two thousands werewolf movie. Okay. Uh, this is Kane Hodder's fourth and final appearance as Jason. He is the best Jason. Yeah, I, I think so. I fucking love that dude so much. He brings this like energy to Jason where you can like the rage is palpable and it's in it's in every movement. He uh, he said that he every, uh, they, they knew that it was going to be kind of a comedy because it's after Scream. Yeah, this is just post scream so like they wrote the script and and scream came out and then they they went like well oh should we like poke fun at horror now like is that what we're supposed to do and everyone else was kind of uh lurching toward comedy and he said i'm just gonna play it straight like you guys do whatever you're gonna do but i'm gonna be jason like i'm not gonna do this comedy shit so i think that adds to it quite a bit i think that totally i think that's a perfect approach yeah he ended up being the straight man really yeah well and he's he's like the i don't know if he was actually top build but he's like the biggest name actor in the movie which is extremely cool to me uh besides david cronenberg besides david right yeah david cronenberg's five minutes before he gets uh hilariously murdered but no i think i i think if you're gonna make Oh, a kind of silly Jason, especially in a post scream world, which it's crazy to think about how much scream fucking flipped everything upside down. And everybody was everybody in horror land was like chasing those scream dollars. Like we got to be meta. We got to be meta. Right. And immediately. And yeah. it, it wasn't even that, like, I, I think that, um, the executives wanted it. Uh, no, the executives, uh, decided to flip everything immediately and 
people weren't actually processing Scream as like this big, gigantic, game-changing movie. You know, like it did in the end achieve that goal of like poking fun at horror and everything like that. But there were still just like horror fans who wanted horror movies. Yeah. Like they didn't care that Scream came out and, and made fun of everything. I, I think there's a, a pretty huge contingent of fans that are like, I don't like the, the meta stuff. Like I just want to see a horror movie. I don't need to see a fucking, Ooh, we're goofing on it. Right. <laughs> aren't, aren't tropes and cliches so stupid. And it's like, I, yeah, I actually get both mindsets. I do. I do too. I think you can do either one. Right. Yes. Uh, what is the latest Rob Zombie movie? It was like a number, like the 30, 31, 31. I yeah. I started to watch that <laughs> and, uh, it was just so was obvious. It trash? Was it bad? Look, I didn't get through it. That's so I don't know really, but like I don't know. It was just that mood that I was in. I wasn't uh, wasn't willing to put up with a bunch of people in a van, just like really way too self aware. Yes. Like oh well, we've done this. Uh, young people in a van. Yeah. Um, in the sixties, a billion times. So it it here. rings very false, and it it's yeah. very clear that the writer it's just the writer thinking they're very clever, right? Like these these ridiculous, and I'm using frantic air quotes. These ridiculous <laughs> one liners, oh where it's just this terrible clunky, the weird mental gymnastics that had to occur to make a character spew out this sequence of words because the writer thinks it's funny there's yeah. a couple in jason x uh but the the one That's that true. the one that really made me uh shit out my skeleton was uh that a a hole is punctured in the hull of the ship and uh people are getting sucked out and the girl says this sucks on so many levels uh, and no, it's just like one. oh i i died from that one I don't. We didn't say it after we were recording, right? But we, they make a Star Wars reference when the, when you know, oh, hey baby, hold together, it's, like, shh, hmm. <laughs> and the, we all know what Star Wars is, and we knew it back then. Yes, the the writer fucking broke his or her arm, Pat, or his. It's a guy. It's Todd, a boy. Todd Farmer. Todd Farmer broke his fucking arm, patting mm. himself on yeah. the back over that one. He's in the movie. I did, yeah. I didn't realize that until after the fact. Yeah, he's the bald guy in the movie. Yeah, uh, he's not bad. He's not the worst actor in the movie. No. Uh, I when I did my research, it was primarily like Todd Farmer related because he's like really stoked to talk about this movie <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, I mean, I mean, whatever. It's like, well, it's interesting looking at the development of this movie because it was it was kind of like quickly crapped out just to keep Jason awareness up while yeah. they still worked on Freddy versus Jason. They're like, hey, don't forget Jason's a thing because uh, Freddy versus Jason was in development hell since like the early 90s, I guess. They had been trying to do that shit for years and it didn't actually come out until like 04, right. I think. And so this was, again, to tie it back in with Godzilla, Ralph. <laughs> okay, uh, we got it, I guess. It's very like the... Uh, there's the 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 mid '90s Godzilla movies get kind of progressively ridiculous because they're just trying to fill time before the mm. American one comes out. Yeah. So that's when you get Godzilla versus Space Godzilla as my favorite example of a real <laughs> movie that was made. And now there is some kind of deal with Godzilla where like Toho movies can't come out 
anywhere near American movies. Is that right? Yeah, or they legendary have legendary has. They have to stagger them. That's why yeah. um, Shin Godzilla came out in 2016, and I think it doesn't. It either doesn't apply to the anime Godzillas or that. I mean, even the anime Godzillas were staggered in such a way that they didn't really step on the legendary yeah. stuff because they those came out between like 2017 and 2018. And with this one, with Jason, the deal is that New Line gets to use Jason, but they can't use the Friday the 13th name. Yes, which is which is why the movie prior to this is called Jason Goes to Jason Hell, Go- yeah. The Final Friday. Right. And I don't mind that, like, because I was calling them Jason movies for a long time anyway, and I still Every- do. Yeah, everybody does, right? Every- I th- most people do. And, right. But, I mean... There's more movies at this point that are Jason movies than there are, like, oh, if you still, really think about it, there's like nine eight. movies with Jason in, him, in it as oh, a main I see what character. You're right, yeah. He's and, usually the guy. And Yeah, and you've got eight Friday the 13th movies. Right. Oh. oh. But neither here nor there. I don't really care what you call it. Yeah. It's, it's fun to argue, but... Oh, I, I think that's just an interesting... Little... The legal battles over this shit is yeah. like interesting to me. It's like how we have King Kong shit coming out, but they can't call it King Kong because like uh, there was Kong Skull Island. Is and that why it's just Kong? I th- I think so. There's oh. you, dude. It's a whole weird can of worms to try and like. Uh, unearth everything because like i think in some ways he's public domain but like i think universal like owns the phrase king kong maybe oh it's it's fucking weird man it's fascinating to me i would like to look into that because that sounds like i would like to to know yeah i'd like to know the the ins and outs of that yeah but yeah the the friday the 13th franchise has all kinds of weird shit going on because there's the name thing but then also there's this like protracted legal battle Mm -hmm. remember with the game like the the rights to the game, there's this big, there's yeah. all this infighting because they can't decide who gets the money for what or something. Well, and they they can't use the Uber Jason or right. Although I saw a video today of um, someone who actually had an Uber Jason skin somehow. Maybe that uh, it's probably a modded PC version. Is it, my bet. Is that game on PC? I think so. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it was, it was someone else playing the game who saw another person as Jason, and it was Uber Jason. Right. And, like, they didn't have the skin or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know how that all works. But. I'd fucking... Okay, with vis-a-vis the Friday the 13th game, I would love to see Uber Jason, uh-huh. but I feel like if you have Uber Jason, then you have to have the spaceship as a map, right? Yeah, you would, and, and then you Uber the- Jason would just walk through everybody. Like, that's the thing. Uber Jason being so, or this movie rather, not just Uber Jason, being so much of a an alien ripoff yes. type thing. Yes. Yeah, like it had to be an unstoppable Jason at some point because alien is totally un- unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, and I just mean like aesthetically, Uber Jason walking around, you know, Camp Crystal Lake in 1981 would be very strange to me. Like, I yeah. I see Uber Jason. I'm like, that's a thing that walks down a high tech corridor and not through the forest. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a nice juxtaposition yeah and then you have and if you have a level that's a high-tech corridor then you you can't have regular 80s teens 
you need quote unquote future teams yeah. that are wearing like cut up IKEA rugs as shirts, right? Because holy shit, I fucking love the uh, future design. fashion in yeah. anything. It's always the best. Like Star Trek is really good at that too. Uh huh. Like, oh, mm, mm, mm. it's delicious to me. The, <laughs> some weird, weird clothes in this movie. Oh, yeah. Very bright and. I, did, I didn't realize the first, like, two or three times that I saw this that they were actually teens. Yeah, they're co- or college kids, so they're, like, yeah, 20 They're tops. students. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, and, it, and then they were with Marines on the ship. Yes. So it, it kind of sends weird signals because we usually don't mix our students and our Marines. Typically, no. These days. Well, yeah. I guess, I mean... I don't know, at, at Eastern Michigan University, <laughs> name drop, yeah. we had, like, the ROTC. Well, so are these commandos, like, space ROTC, or... No, they were, like, career Marines, like, right, to protect for, the students, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. I think they're, like, the staff that's assigned to the ship. Yeah, because you have to have actual people to... Run well, the ship. Run the thing, Yeah. yeah. It's, oh man, there's oh, so much to unpack. Just it's so good. To go, I know it's called a xenomorph. I know I called it alien, like capital oh, A. Sure. I know it's a xenomorph. I, right, I mean. I'm just saying, if some I, random person right. hears this, don't email um, us. Actually, it's the xenomorph. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving along. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, you got a note we can use? No. Nope, that's it. That's oh, all my okay. notes. Well, we just got a riff then. This is it. We're done. No, dude. I'm out of. I'm out of my. Story. I'm just playing. Uh, no, man. I'm going through the fact sheet still. Yeah. Um. So uh, we we did name drop our boy Todd Farmer. Uh, the only credits of his that I recognized outside of Jason X, uh, were My Bloody Valentine 3D, which I have never seen, but also Drive Angry, which I also haven't seen. But Drive like Angry. If you if you make an over the top Nick Cage movie, you kind of have my attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want I want to see Drive Angry just because I haven't yet doesn't yeah. mean I was avoiding it. No, I love I I fucking live for a good scenery chewing <laughs> batshit Nick Cage performance. Like that's yeah. I haven't seen The Weatherman either, and I really want to see that. Well, that's like actually a good one, right? Is it? I heard not so much. I'm probably thinking of like Matchstick Men. Matchstick I, Men is good. Nick, yeah. Nick Cage is such a fascinating actor to follow because most of his films are uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs garbage. <laughs> but then like every third or fourth one is like, oh, that's like a classic film. He's a good actor. Yeah, he um he he goes um it he calls I'm it to collect my thoughts he calls it <laughs> mega acting when he when he does the crazy yeah. and the yelling and the and the screaming and the weird movements it's this thing that he has dubbed mega acting and i love it so fucking much and it makes me want to hang out with nick cage because he, he seems cool yeah like when i when i read stories about him not in these acting situations he seems like an okay guy oh sure he seems like kind of cool and knows what he is yes um and maybe not quite as bad with money as you might think Ooh. based on his he did buy a dinosaur skull is that is, is that correct he did <laughs> which doesn't strike me as a great investment but i had heard that he was um 
sort of intentionally trying to bankrupt himself for Ooh. tax reasons. Oh, God. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then I also heard that his accountant told him not to buy a <laughs> albino snake, and he did anyway. I don't know. I mean, if he's an Nick, interesting character, if you're Nick yeah. Cage and you want a goddamn albino snake, yeah, you're gonna buy an albino snake. I think he bought two. <laughs> like, but yeah, fuck you, accountant. Look what I got. Um, <laughs> and um, to be fair, I would like. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if Meryl Streep was this kind of crazy? No, you don't think so. <laughs> she should just be what she is. I mean, I love yeah. Meryl Streep as is, but I, guess, I, I just guess like I don't know. Maybe like in a few years. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see her go. Fuck it. I mean, she's be... won more Oscars than Nick Cage ever will. Oh yeah, by so a mile. She's really got to hold it together. Um... <laughs> you think so? You don't think she's earned like? you know, X amount of crazy bucks that she can spend on being crazy. I want her she to could. cash in those crazy bucks. She could, but we all, I think we also need like a celebrity that like oh, isn't holds it, it together. Insane dog yeah. shit. That's a, that's a fair point, right. Ralph. Just I, one. Just one. And, yeah. and Meryl, I'm sorry, but apparently it has to be you. Yeah. You well, cannot cash in your crazy bucks. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know how many albino snakes she wants, Ralph. <laughs> uh, Henry Manfredini came back for the music. Which uh, his scores for these movies, I am fucking crazy about. I mean, he invented the yeah, like that's him, man. He's his end credits music for Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. If you've never heard it before, please look it up because it is some buck wild disco bullshit that is so unfitting (laughs) for like a horror movie, but it slaps. Yeah, it's a banger. Uh, Ralph, uh, would you, would you be willing to put in like a couple seconds of that? Uh, yes, I can do that. Awesome. Right here. Uh, it, it may not surprise you, Ralph, mm-hmm. that Jason X doesn't have a particularly high Rotten Tomatoes score. 17, I think. Uh, you're lowballing it, Ralph. Am it's I? 19. 19. Yes. But you know, the, the audience uh, is a little more uh, level-headed about the film and kind of recognizes what it is, putting it at a much higher 25. Here's the thing. <laughs> I kind of agree. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, from a broader standpoint, it's oh, yeah. not a great movie, but for me, it's a great movie. Yes. There are, there are expect, like you have to go into this with the right expectations and the right frame of mind. This, yep. this should not be your first Friday the 13th movie. It shouldn't be your first slasher movie. It's, they set out to do something very different and they did that. Yes. But I kind of get the feeling that their entire idea was let's do something very different from the other Friday the 13th. And that was just, that was the end that, that was. Right. You know, that was that was the end of the ideas. And then they were just like, well, I, I know that they threw out a bunch of different ideas. I was looking at that. what they should do with Jason. And they just landed on. Space. Let's just do space. Yep. Because and, that's uh, what you do after a while when your slasher yeah. series is like out of gas. And you kind of go through like uh, with, with Todd Farmer. Uh, he, he threw in the, when he named people, he just named them after people in EverQuest. 
Yes, yes. They're named after, I he's saw like, that. we're, okay. Well, I think his character is named after <clears throat> Dallas from Alien, or a character is named what, Dallas. What was his character name? Dallas. It was Dallas? Yeah, oh, and okay. that's, that's Tom Skerritt in Alien. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's Alien references, and then there's, like, EverQuest, which is just <laughs> such a weird thing to throw in there. Well, that's just, I need um, a name, here's a name. They constantly rewrote it after the fact, yes. so whatever he wrote the first time, whatever, maybe he had, like, a solid idea uh, at first, and they just kept doing it. It's crazy to me uh, that this movie it. had any rewrites, because it's like, it's, you're ripping off Alien with Jason, just do that like how is that so right. hard and but the- apparently it was constant and they like they rehearsed for yeah! a month on yep. a script that was rewritten when they got there that just didn't exist anymore right because they wanted they wanted to do a really good job with the acting they're yes. like let's fucking blow this out and then they can't because their lines aren't their lines anymore right and so what like what do you do in that situation it's like when we were talking about green screens like well you're just undercutting your actors yep. like you're taking uh half of the tools that they have at their disposal away from them yep um yeah you're you're hamstringing your whole cast right i mean that it's still under the circumstances they did well yeah uh all of the effects look like great really fun kills uh surprisingly decent cgi for an early 2000s slasher yeah i thought and as bright as it as it is it's kind of cool yeah i don't know it's it looks like an old like a 90s late 90s tv show it's very it looks like it, it looks like star trek deep space nine yeah it looks a lot with the I'd garish colors and deep yeah. space nine or buffy or yep. like anything from that era it's, um but it's a feature film so i usually expect a little bit more Yes. Yeah. Um, the the production values in general have this very, like you said, late nineties TV. Uh, I, I know I just said like, Oh, H- Henry Manfredini came back for the music and I love his stuff. I don't really love it here. Cause it's like <laughs> these bad synths. That are, it's, it's not great. And, and yeah, we have this, this, whole cast of uh toronto based actors which is wonderful and i think like <laughs> half of them went on to be in andromeda which is like a you know a c grade star trek knockoff right. not to not to sh- fucking fire shots at andromeda i don't know if that's somebody's jam or not but it's andromeda to me was always like two steps under like babylon 5 and even that was a couple steps under star trek oh, man so yeah. I, I don't know if I'm spitting fire here. I don't mean to. A lot of a lot of things are under Star Trek, though. Like if you try yeah. to make something like it, you're not going to get there. Right. It's going to be yeah. a couple notches below, like a, a Stargate. The TV show mm-hmm. always kind of was a couple notches under Star yeah. Trek to me. Thankfully, Stargate did try to be pretty different from Star Trek. It they had did. a whole different vibe. I'd totally give them props yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 They had a whole different thing going on. Um, but yeah, so all, all things considered. Uh, the budget for this movie was between 11 and $14 million. And then with Hollywood math, we know that's actually more like 22 to $28 million. Right. Accounting for like, uh, not merchandising, but marketing and stuff. Mark. Yeah. And then in the box office, do you want to guess how much it made? It made, I'm guessing 3 million. (laughs) 
you're you're lowballing it again. Oh, okay. It made a big old seventeen mil, which okay. is still not great. But there was like a, a humorously defensive uh, trivia nugget on IMDb <laughs> okay. that said, "Well, if you account for DVD sales, oh. it tripled its budget, making it one of the most financially successful Friday the Thirteenth movies of all time." I. Which I feel like Todd Farmer wrote that. Yeah, like he went uh, type. Uh, it made a furious. lot of money at, on, on rentals. Fucking furious right now. <laughs> it, um, I believe it though. Yeah, uh, because it it is kind of like a slow burn. I could imagine going to the theater and uh, expecting something more like what I'm used to. Yeah, and getting this, and it's you know bright. Um, color, that is a, colorful. That is a really robotic, good point. Like, yeah, it's it <laughs> coming from a franchise that is famous for like sp- you know spooky treks through the dark woods. Yeah, and then going to this like you can see brightly everything. lit corridors. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a you, little shocking. You see what's coming, and that was something they actually wanted to do with the movie was put people in a situation where they actually knew what was going on. Yep. Like have um usually Jason sneaks up on people, uh, you know, puts the arrow through the bed and all that stuff. Like they have no idea what they're fighting against and in this it's like so there's a character there who has already dealt with Jason. Yeah. She wakes up and is dealing uh with other people trying to tell them this is what Jason is. This is what he does. And they all believe her. Yeah. They're all, no one's like, what? No They're way. Like, no, like, this is Jason. This is what he does. And we have to try to kill him. And they actually do kill him. Yeah. And, and it's, and then he just comes back. Because but, Jason's going to Jason. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brodsky kills him. Who, um, is this, he's a, this is great badass kind of character. Yeah. The, the he reminded lady me- android. Well, that's that. Uh, that's KM fourteen. Brodsky oh. is the commando oh, okay, that uh, kind of takes him out first, and then KM fucks him up later. Well, she like blows his head off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. She does. Yeah. His she knocks him on the. Yeah. It's awesome. And the only reason that he comes back is nano machines. Yeah. Um. There's like good ideas in this movie. Like there's some great ideas. There's some yeah. cool shit in this flick. Like it opens with. Uh, I, we were talking about this before we started recording, but the the prologue to this movie is badass. Like you, you oh, it's it takes place in the quote unquote near future, twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. government has built a top secret research facility around Jason at Crystal Lake. They've got him chained up. They've got him <laughs> on lockdown, be, but they don't want to kill him because hey, it's an invincible guy. Like let's figure out what this dude's whole deal yeah. is the and line was uh i don't want him frozen i want him soft i want him soft which i think and david cronenberg's character yeah. gets to say that right he wrote all his all his own lines <laughs> that's that's very fitting for yeah. mr body horror himself right, yeah. i want him real gooshy I want him soft oh yeah warm and squishy He's great though. He's he is. good in this oh, movie. Oh, he he kills it. Yet I and yet another uh yet another delightful Canadian in the cast. Uh I was really happy with the guards deliver the, the there's one guard watching mm-hmm. Jason, one schmuck who has this terrible job. Who is 19? 
something yeah, tops, 20 tops yeah. right yeah and he's like he's he's sick of this ghoul staring at him so he gets this shitty rug and and throws it over jason yeah. but right before he does he has this great line uh uh why don't you stare at that for a while bastard why don't you stare at this for a little while you ugly bastard <laughs> and you it's the most canadian delivery of a line possible yep. to the point where it sounds like the guy didn't want to swear yeah like they had a 10 minute argument before do i have to swear can i not swear i think my nana is going to see this and i know she would be cross He's with me if i cursed bastard he comes off as a very sweet boy yes um <clears throat> Which is, it's such a shame when he... <laughs> Surprise! He didn't yeah. make it! Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, David yeah, Cronenberg Cro- doesn't make it. No, Cronenberg doesn't make it. No one in that scene that makes it besides uh, the main uh, lady. Rowan, yes. Rowan. Yep. Yes. And, I don't know. She's good. She's good she uh, leading uh, lead. She's got that leading great lead. leading lead. She's got that great final girl energy without being the traditional final girl. She's like a special agent with the FBI or some right. shit. Well, she's not doing she's not doing any fucking. So it's like, which is cool. Yeah, I and they maybe they I don't know. They, like you said, they 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 had a. Uh, you said that earlier that they had a male lead they even cast an actor to play him right and they cut him at the very last seconds they're like oh this character does nothing and makes no sense right one of the things that uh one of the things that the writer said was he personally enjoyed that every single friday the 13th is different um and i fully That's agree a fair with point, that yeah because uh, yeah like you've got the first one being the mom the second one being Bagman, uh, third one's in 3D. Fourth one is um, Corey Feldman. Uh, fifth one we've got uh, he's dead actually. A copycat, yeah. Copycat. We got sixth one he comes back and it's become you know like yeah. on and on the psychic, the Manhattan. It's so you know, good. Like, it's such every a every one of them. It's such a good franchise. And yeah, they they mix it up every time and it, it they build off each other. I because yeah. when it starts. At the beginning of the Friday the 13th franchise, Jason is just a dead little boy. Yep. And then... By- and it's just sad. It's just a yeah. sad movie about a dead little boy that it's, was... It's fucking tragic. Uh, handicapped. And, yeah. And his and his mom went nuts. Yeah. By the end of the franchise... Dis- disabled. He is... <laughs> I think Pamela Voorhees was nuts. If you start stabbing yes. people, you yes. are cray-cray. Right. I don't... But maybe that's not okay. I meant Jason, not ah. Pamela. Yes. No. no, yeah, it's it's a fucking bummer. She's a freaking nut. <laughs> she is yeah. a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. That bitch bad news. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, by the end of the franchise, Jason's a fucking cyborg with superpowers. Right. And, and I love awesome. that it, it goes to that extreme. It goes fully as far as it can go. Yes. And then they say, we're done. Zip. We're going to do Freddy versus Jason now or, or yeah. Uh, and The crazy thing to me is that that, that path... For Jason, feels organic. It does because uh, it did. It did incrementally get crazier. Yes, I mean, in seven, there is a psychic. Yeah, dude, it's badass. I love that or, one. Uh, someone with telekinesis. Yep. Uh, and 
I don't know, eight, they barely put him in the movie. And the <laughs> scariest thing in the movie is like um, a rape scene. Like they they shoot her up with heroin, and then they're gonna they're gonna rape her. You, oh, you remember shit. that part? I forgot about that. How would you forget about that? I don't know. Maybe I blocked it because it's too real. It's it is. It's totally just like oh no, Ugh. like real life stuff. And yeah. Jason is kind of the hero because he stops that. He kills. Yeah, he kills the guy who starts to do that. It's it's interesting that you mentioned that because when when they were kicking around there, Jason goes to blank. Yeah. Before they landed on space. I know one of them was Jason versus gangs in L.A. Oh, wow. Which is very like Predator 2 of them and might have been sweet or that might have been very bad. Guarantee it would not have aged well. No, no, so, probably not. Um, But nine legitimately not having Jason in it. Like, yeah, he's nine, just jumping bodies. Yeah, I, I like nine as a horror movie, but as a Friday the 13th. The Jason movie, it's, it, I don't know. That one's a little loosey-goosey for me. I, I like it, I, but it's a it cool is a movie. different beast. Yes, yeah. it is literally a different beast. Yeah. It is little goo worms that, like, body hop and shit. With this one, it, how do you, you can't go any farther than this. No, they they did fully jump as far as you can. Like, I, 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 have, I have yet to see any slasher top this i feel like leprechaun was kind of the trailblazer where they're like okay we did like three normal leprechaun movies let's send them to the hood now let's send them to space <laughs> let's send them back to the hood and since yeah. leprechaun didn't get any further than double dipping on the hood like nobody else knows what to do somebody some brave soul perhaps us needs to write <laughs> leprechaun part question mark six where he time travels right because that's yeah. the last thing you can really do what if there was a Jason 11 was like prequel to the whole thing where Jason's a little boy and it's just like a, a drama where a mother loses oh, child. Oh, it's like actual horror. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. That'd yeah. be so good. And, it, it would just, just be this yeah, played tragedy. It straight. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yep. even a horror movie. It's just, oh, just, just, it would just be and Pam. It would be, yeah. Be Pamela. The, losing her grip on reality yeah. in the wake of her son's Tragic and senseless death. Yeah, leading right up. You could even do this sort of thing that you did with um, Split and not really tell anybody yeah. what it is and just make a drama that is a lead up to yeah. the first Friday the 13th. That would, fu- that would fucking rule. That would be good. Yeah. It would be like, um, oh, not Event Horizon. What is, what is the wonderful slasher franchise where the slasher is fate? I can't think of the name of it right now. Final Destination. Oh. Like how the Final Destination oh, right. was yeah. technically a prequel. That's That shit true. ruled. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I would love if Jason 11 was a heartbreaking family drama. That's all I could think that you could do to get it to, to get another movie. Squeeze another movie out right. of the initial uh, run. Right. Or. Uh, and or. you could get around the whole Jason legal yeah. Thing. No, yeah, you call it something else. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I, I I would I would maintain that I would love to see Jason doing some time traveling. Okay. <laughs> you could do that <laughs> Which too. Which yeah. could lead into this prequel idea if you think about it. Yeah. It could. Right? <gasps> Ralph. What? Jason travels through time, right? He kills Hitler. 
He, I don't know, does other time travel things, stabs a dinosaur, I guess. Yeah. Then his final jump is, a, is to a very familiar place. And there's a boy there. And for some reason, something calls to adult horrible zombie Jason that says, drown that fucking kid. Oh. And he, he killed himself, kicking the whole thing off. Oh. Yeah. So that's the end of Bioshock Infinite. Cool. Okay, but it's uh, it's a guess really I don't need to play ending. that one. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, wait it too was long you. to play that, that game. That's an old game, Matt. It is. Yeah, it I is. can spoil no, that one. It's like ten years old yeah. now. Whoops. Um, that actually doesn't really ruin much. It ruins everything, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I mean. I don't know. With a video game, you still have the fun of like running around playing and the playing game. the game. It's, it's just not, the narrative will will yeah. not be that exciting. It's which not is it. fine. Oh, speaking of spoilers, though. Oh boy, the writer was also mad that they put Uber Jason on the poster. Yeah. No, Which is a fair point. Like, if, if you wanted that to be your twist. If you wanted it to be your twist, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> now, his, his comparison or his justification for being mad was, uh, would you put the penis on the poster for the crying game? Wow. Now, I have an issue with that. <laughs> like, you know, if you would have just said, yeah, I was kind of upset because they did that. But now you've made it, like, you've compared Jason X to the crying game. So, like... I mean, exactly equal in terms of uh, importance and quality, right? Now, now, like, for me, really, um, I don't fully agree with that um, being a problem to put him on the poster because I consider Uber Jason to be a feature, not a twist. Absolutely. Like, it is a kind of a twist, and it's kind of cool that that happens, but it's not like, <gasps> shock and awe. It's right. like, no, we've done this a, mo- a billion times. We know he always comes back. Well, and I, I, I want to know that he's going to be a robot. Right. That, that's what that, gets me in the seat. That's a butts in seats yeah. thing. Like, you, you need to tell potential viewers that. Otherwise, right. they might not have shown up. Right. Well, the tag Wasn't the tagline for the movie, Evil Gets an Upgrade? Right, and I think he was mad about that, too, but... Sure, but that's one of the best taglines of all time, and I reference that too much <laughs> in my day-to-day yeah. life. Yeah. Blank gets an upgrade. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking great. It's very funny and early 2000s of them to call this new Jason Uber Jason. Do right. you remember when Uber was getting thrown around a lot? It's like, a oh, lot. wow. It's, look at this uber slice of pizza i got uh-huh. like i remember hearing that a lot in college this is a very nostalgic movie for me yeah the whole thing of like like i said like it reminds me of buffy yes like just that whole era of tv yes i didn't even watch buffy back then but it just looks like tv then absolutely absolutely and the the snarky self-aware yeah people in a supernatural situation is very very buffy i'm wondering if i was watching any tv back then what the hell was i watching what were you watching ralph I know I, I would have been watching South know. Park. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't probably, but I yeah. should have been. Uh, I was probably watching wrestling or something. Well, fuck 2001. Me. 2001? Yeah, you should yeah. have been watching. I should have been watching wrestling. Yeah. That I was think still the probably, primo shit. Primarily, that would have been what I was watching, I think. Understandable, my dude. 
Yeah, at that time. Fuck yeah. That's I wish I was watching it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh-huh. Uh should we should we kind of go through the story beats or should we just jump into like thoughts and and observations and stuff? What do you think? Um Let's just do thoughts and observations. Cool. We're already 45 minutes in. Oh shit. And I oh, think wow. people know you know. Guess what, guys? This is going to slasher roll. movie. Yeah. The guy shows up and murders slasher people. Slasher movie in space. There is some cool features though. I mean, everybody has to mention the uh the the cryo freeze it's one smash, of the, it's, space smash it's one of the best slasher kills of all time right it's it i don't know you just can't beat it i love that uh mythbusters actually did a bit about that and they and they found that if you if you dunked ahead for that amount of time it wouldn't be enough for it to shatter like that uh-huh. it'd still fucking kill you yeah, it would kill you yeah <laughs> but it wouldn't be this wonderful uh spray of of red slurpee right like it is in the movie and also of note on the mythbusters episode they call the film jason 10 no which like hearing that hurt my ears in such a like no, oh oh what? jason 10 jason 10 no one's ever called it that no one it's it's like they're the Mythbusters. they're supposed to be but, like quote-unquote nerds and it's i listened like, to an interview with the writer uh that was over an hour long and i listened to all the commentary with the writer and the director they all fucking called it jason x it's almost like that's the name of the movie it fellas. is <laughs> God, it it just it. reminds me of there was another MythBuster. Or I, I don't even think it was officially a MythBusters thing, but one of the guys from MythBusters, the the redhead, yeah, he was he was like looking at some cool movie props because he's a big movie prop guy, and it was the slime blower from Ghostbusters Two. Uh-huh. You'll recall that Jess and I are pretty big Ghostbusters fans. Yep. So when he called, when he said that that was in the first movie. I think we both just like hit the X button immediately. <laughs> that was in the second fucking movie, a piece of shit. Oh come on! But it's yeah. it's just yeah, funny yeah. because this this guy who's like I lo- I'm a big nerd for movie props. I think this I think the slime blower was in Star Trek Three. Get the fuck out of here! You yeah. didn't actually say it's from Star Trek. I was exaggerating well, for humorous still, intent. But yeah, Jason Ten. It's it's funny the things that get people going. You know, yeah, and I suppose like, the fact that that I have a couple going, yeah, I have a couple myself where I'm just like really <laughs> irrationally just like fuck you, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. I, I we You're all have so stupid. <laughs> we all have those, right? Yeah, we've all got a thing or two where it's yeah. like, come on, dog. <laughs> and it's like totally reasonable, like it's from Ghostbusters one or two. Like that's not that crazy, but yeah, I know. I know. The slime blowers are from two. I have yelled at many a screen. <laughs> I, get, well, I think it's, it's specifically because he's like, oh, I'm a big, I'm the movie props oh, yeah. I'm the guy. I'm the guy who knows all the movie props. Mm-hmm. If, he didn't, if he didn't kick it off with that, I would be like, yeah, whatever. You don't know. Well, you don't have to watch him to make him, do you? You don't. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point, Ralph. Especially that. Is that the really dry one? Or is that the uh, the guy with a little more... Um... He's got a little more pizzazz. The really dry oh, okay, one okay, looks yeah. like a walrus. Yeah, I forget their name. I used to watch it, and I forgot their names. One so, of them but, um... is called Jamie, and the other one's Adam Savage. Jamie Adam is Savage. the walrus. Yeah. Adam Savage is the guy who says he's a nerd and then doesn't know what props are from Ghostbusters 1 or well, 2. Well, <laughs> he's 
I don't know. He made an airplane out of duct tape. Yeah, so I no, give him a pass. He's a much smarter and much more successful person than I yeah, will ever right. be. So uh, the, the shade that I'm throwing is yeah. mostly in jest. That's okay. Like I said, I fucking scream in my TV. <laughs> Every, <laughs> yeah. Everybody does. There's yep. got to be one thing where you go like, that's fucking yep. wrong. Yep. I think uh, I think uh, like scientists and and uh, people who who work in like the medical field must do that a lot with with TV and movies. Oh yeah, and I don't work in either of those fields, oh, but it's either. like I still get pissed off at the scientists and in, oh, in in movies. I was really bummed in Godzilla: King of the Monsters when one of the like end of the world things that they mentioned was overpopulation. It's like dog that it overpopulation ain't it yeah like, it's not that's and it there's there's that's a whole can of worms i like, to- actually totally forgot that they did that but yeah oh the whole overpopulation argument kind of it's a little racist and I, there's yeah a, i don't want to get into the weeds on that but there's a lot of baggage on that one like specifically i don't like it that's how about that don't i don't like it. that argument there's other things and they named you don't want to tell people too. they shouldn't have kids yep yeah, it's not a good look. Because then you're going to get it talking about who should have kids. Yep. Don't do it. Anywho, <laughs> Jason X. <laughs> Jason X. Jason X does not. Well, Jason X does take place uh, in, in a future where our Earth, Earth 1, has been ruined. But they, uh, they do not ever name drop overpopulation. It's just like a, a garbage wasteland. We just we know that we're going to ruin this place. So like all our fiction is just like, yeah, we got to move on. Yep. Yeah. Well, and they and there, yeah, they live on Earth Two, creatively named. Yeah. But I like that they. There was a show called Earth Two. There sure was. That? Yeah, I do remember it that. A, it was like a what was that around for three weeks or something? They canceled something that like, real fucking quick. And it makes that makes me think of like, uh, do you remember Space nineteen ninety nine? No. Yeah. Well, because it lasted for three weeks. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> kind of like Earth Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So in in this world. Uh, well, we, so the, the whole brouhaha happens at the Crystal Lake facility. Uh, Jason kills a bunch of people. Uh, Rowan, our badass, not quite final girl, final girl gets him into the cryo chamber, locks him in there. Mm. But Jason, Jason got a Jason. So he stabs the door, uh, freezing her too. Mm-hmm. So Jason and Rowan are froze. And then we jump 455 years in the future, which is a one like such a fantastically arbitrary number right. of years to jump. And it's a lot. And I like that. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a lot. It's good, right? I'm, I'm sure if you talk to the people who wrote it, they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, we chose 455. <laughs> it is. No, they just. Is well, that how, 455? That sound good? Yeah, let's go. Let's you know, do right, it. Let's move on. But I like that because like. You, we, you and I could imagine in 500 years, maybe we did master space travel and yeah. colonize another planet. Yeah. Like, that's a good window of time. Honestly, I, I think they probably chose it in comparison to something like a Star Trek, like saying, oh, well, this is 300 years in the future, so we're going to be 455 in the future. You yeah, know? we'll do a little further. We'll just add another 150 or whatever. Why not? Is it 300, Star Trek? It's like 24 something, right? Yeah, yep. So that's with, not starting three. with TOS, and then by the time you get later on, yeah. it's like next gen. I think so, is like seventy or eighty years later. So it's actually like kind of right where next gen would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. and and that's actually it's it's like jarring and seems pointless when they first introduced it. Like in my notes, I put LOL yeah. after jump to twenty four fifty five, but like 
I actually, I kind of put that in the, there's, there's two buckets for Jason X, right? There's like, oh, that was like smarter than it needed to be bucket. Yeah. And then the other bucket is like, what the fuck are you doing movie? Right. Um, yeah, I've, I've been bringing up the writer a lot just because I've been hearing his words a lot. But, yeah. And I'm, well, it um, seems like he was a driving force he for was. this movie. Yeah. He was. And he did have a lot of like really smart ideas, him and his writing part, writing partner. <clears throat> but then they just throw in this stuff that doesn't go, it doesn't serve any purpose whatsoever. Do you mean like the fact that KM14, the super high tech Android, uh, her nipples keep falling off? Remember that uh, great yeah, storyline? Sort of, that sort of thing. <laughs> that subplot. Or were they just like constantly like, yeah. Uh, he's he's fucking the robot. Just so you know. <laughs> like, you don't have to tell me. Like, allude to it or something, but you don't have to just be like, yeah, he's fucking... The robot's fine. into it, though, right? Like, it seemed like they have a gross relationship. It, it one of those, oh, I programmed her to... Yeah. Like it. I think. Yeah. Or maybe I just made that up and thought, you know. She remind The actress who plays her... Uh, reminds me of like a weird Kmart version of Bryce Dallas Howard or Jessica Chastain, which how <laughs> well, funny would it be to see either of them play this right. weird matrix sex robot? Although she does a good job with what she's got. Yeah. Um, w- the role that she has, she did a really good job. She, pl- she does robot. Well, uh, she handles that terrible mushroom haircut as best or, as anybody yeah. could. Yeah. She gets after, I, and I, I don't they, know if they were, it, I hate when I see things working against actors and, yeah. and they're just doing their absolute best. Yes. You know? Yeah. You, and yeah. you can always see it, right? You can yeah. see when an actor's like, God damn it, I'm doing my best here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm really trying, guys. I want to put on a good show for you, but look what I have to work with. Right. <laughs> look at what I have to work with. <laughs> Is that Batman? It's Batman. Yeah. Holy shit. Batman 89 has aged, in my mind, like a fine wine. That is literally a movie that uh, was very cool at first and then kind of took a dip because, like, it leaned on Prince so heavily and and for a while I was, like, not feeling that kind of music. And then enough time has passed where I'm like, well, first of all, Prince fucking rules. Yeah. And so does every other part of that movie. You see, uh, since since I've seen that movie the first time, I've never not liked it. Like, so... I'm not a good judge of that sort of thing, yeah, whether it's aged. Like, I just love with it. it. Yeah. yeah. It fucking rocks. I will always love it. And, and I've always loved, like, since that movie, it was like, oh, Prince is cool. Oh, you yeah. Know, that was my. No, he's the shit. And they were <clears throat> it, uh, now, uh, what, uh, 20 years on, 30 years on, 89, 89. Yeah. In, in. Enough time has passed now where it's like, oh, yeah, no, Prince is the shit. Yeah. They were absolutely right to basically make him the third star of the movie. I, I, am I, yeah, Prince had a rough period, like, right after Batman, literally. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I never, I don't know. I always liked, I always liked it. It's, it's just really cool. It's dope as shit. It's extremely good. Yeah. Um, but now we're talking about Batman and not Jason. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I mean, it's basically the same movie. Yeah. They're almost identical movies. Like, let's be honest. I'm just trying to connect it in my brain, and I really couldn't do it. No, I actually don't know how we got to Batman. <laughs> in hindsight, <laughs> I don't know either. I, think I don't you know. Brought it up. I think we were talking. Oh, I, I said, look at what I have to work with. Oh yes. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so we jump 500 or so years into the future, and uh, these these cool looking 
uh, or these people in these very cool looking early 2000s kind of spacesuits come down. And by early 2000s kind of spacesuits, I mean red leather trench coats with like spooky face masks on. They basically look like uh, Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a decade and a half before that movie came out. So, uh, but it's like, uh, James Gunn, I guess Jason X is your favorite space movie. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Because message received, my James dog. Gunn, he maybe. He was, like he, a, he was like a bad movies, like trauma he, guy. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's a legit chance that when, when James Gunn's thinking of space movies, he might not be thinking of Star Wars or Star Trek. He might have jumped straight yeah. to Alien and then Jason X. Mm-hmm. And I like, I don't know, I like that fiction. I need to see more of his movies. Uh, I have seen Slither, which is excellent. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> I did see, he did that live-action Scooby-Doo film. Uh, well, I'm not going to watch that one. Well, let me tell you the best part of that, then. Please. Because uh, there is a flashback uh-huh. In that movie, where they flash back to when Scrappy Doo was part of the crew, and James Gunn, as most rational humans, fucking hates Scrappy Doo, and basically used his platform to take a big shit on Scrappy Doo. Oh my god! Yeah, they make him they make him a raging sociopath who keeps pissing on Daphne, and they throw <laughs> him out in the desert, and then later he's the villain of the movie. Oh. So it's kind of awesome. Yeah, a revenge tale. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Well, and and also it's just funny to see a major studio handed James Gunn, you know, several million dollars for him to be like, I fucking hate Scrappy Doo. Yeah. For the next ninety minutes, I'm gonna tell you about how much I fucking hate Scrappy Doo. And I, I respect I, the shit out of that. I was not expecting any part of that rant to happen. Well, there you go. I was not expecting to be Scooby Doo or for you to have extended thoughts on the Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> yep. Welcome to my every point Conquer in that I was just surprised. Yeah, dude. So I have nothing to say now. <laughs> well, yeah, check out James Gunn. Movies. Yeah, I'll, I'll do good. that. Slither rules. Yeah. I think you would like Slither. Uh, anyone listening to this, if you haven't seen Slither, give it a look. It's a really fun, gory, funny uh, creature feature with uh, Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth Banks, and they do great jobs. They always do a great job. They're wonderful. They those guys do their best. They sure they sure just like yep. KM fourteen yep. doing her best. Potentially sans nipples. We don't, we don't know. We do have we do literally have a scene where her nippers fall off, mm-hmm. and I don't know why they showed us that. Uh, it, it, whatever. To me, it's on par <laughs> with, remember in Howard the Duck, early on? Uh, the duck boobs. Duck boobs, yeah. It's like that. It's like, we're, I guess we're just looking at duck boobies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so upsetting. Uh, so, yeah. So, in addition to a nippleless robot, yeah. uh, on this spaceship, Grendel, named after the Beowulf monster, and, at, and the, the, the main pod... Reminds me of the main pod on the 2001 spaceship. Did you notice that? The big orb with the little viewing window? I think uh, that was intentional. I do, yeah. too. And, and then later on, when um, Brodsky does the... I think Brodsky does the spacewalk. Somebody does a spacewalk and puts on a... It's for sure just the 2001 spacesuit. Yeah. 
which I thought that was like, I, you, you go into this and you expect lots of alien references and aliens references. And we get a, a very bad star Wars reference, <laughs> but I didn't expect 2001 references. And I'm like, okay, movie. What very came out cool. In 2001. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's cool. Again, and that's the smart bucket. That's yep. another thing that make, that goes like, Drop God that damn. Smart bucket. Yep. God damn, Jason X. Like, why are you being smart on me? <clears throat> Although, before we, like, I kind of like uh, art that is half trash and half smart. Oh, know? no, there's something, like, very special about that. Yeah. Like, I love this fucking that's, movie. The Jason series in general is sort of half trash the whole time. Yep. And that's why I think uh, Jason X doesn't really stand out in a way because the, every one of them is like a cheap cash grab. Yeah. Like the first one's a cash grab. They, they, on Halloween. They just, yeah, they just yeah. picked a holiday. Yeah. It's not even a real good it's not, holiday. It's not a holiday. They, uh, Halloween came out and made a shit zillion dollars. Yeah. So these guys said, okay, what's another spooky day? Uh, Friday the 13th. That's kind of what I love about this series is yeah. my expectations are never th- that high. Right. That, yeah. It's it's junk food, and it's not afraid of the fact that it's junk food. And if you're in the mood for junk food, yeah. guess what? That shit is delicious. That's what's wonderful about it. Also, uh, just straight up, Jason is like one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. I like him better than Michael Myers. I just think he's really cool and scary. Mm-hmm. So there's that going for it too. I think they I think they kind of kind of accidentally backed into an iconic character because like he's not even in the first one really. Yeah. They and, just, yeah, I don't know. Like every movie, they're like, uh, "We're still trying to figure this out." <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. But and then they build off that. Yeah. It's all this temporary kind of cobbled <laughs> right. together stuff, yeah. and then the movie comes out, and then the next movie's like, "Ah, this rickety cobbled together bullshit. That's our foundation on which we will build." Yeah. And that's why it spirals out of control in this magical kind of way. Because he's first, he's a dead baby. Then he's a living, just adult man. Yeah. Then he dies. Then he comes back. And the and it's it's the magic of of unflinching canon. They uh-huh. never at no point in these movies did they try to say like, oh well that didn't really happen, or that was actually this, or that oh, was yeah. actually that. They they look at their past, warts and all, and say, No, fuck it, like that that's all part of continuity right it's not like terminator where they're like okay okay we're gonna start over after two again just constantly undoing and redoing stuff and and by by cobbling all this shit together you end up with this uh, jason ends up kind of by accident being this amazing character because it's like each every time they bring him back it's kind of like oh shit like that guy came back and by the time you get to x he's you know he, he He's this this crazy powerhouse that the U.S. government was like, we don't understand this. It 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 it's trash, but it adds up to something really special. Yeah, it's um, it's the best movie in the universe. Weren't we talking about nipples falling off? Yeah, and and we will forever because jeez, <laughs> we, we get are getting derailed really easily with this one. <laughs> what do you mean? Because we both have full ideas of what these movies should be. Yeah. I well, or are what they are. Right. I was gonna say if you want to ask me what Jason X should be, should be we don't want to even get into should. That, that's a whole nother thing. We, yeah, it's fucking atrocious that he never gets a lightsaber machete in this movie. Yeah, this movie, this movie teeters on it. it 
like it plays it dumb understandably but it never like commits hardcore to dumbness it kind of it 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 kind of like is like well we're, yeah. we're kind of dumb but we're kind of not i i do think of it's at least in uh in large part because they kept rewriting it Absolutely. that it became so muddled i i think that is it's got to be the case 100%. Yeah. even though the writer was there rewriting it your own writing is going to get muddled. Yeah. Because other people are going to have requests of you. And, you know, he kept his hands on it, but it's still, like, there's only so much you can do. I just, and I, I just got to wonder, like, what was being rewritten? Because as far as Friday the 13th movie goes, um, this one has, like, some, like, the least amount of MPAA violence cuts. Like, yeah. there's, they only, this one, they only had to shave off a couple seconds here and there. Uh-huh. It's not like, it's not like poor part seven, which is my favorite fucking one, but the MPAA had an axe to grind and, and basically made them cut all the blood out of that one. Yeah. I didn't like that one as much as some of the other ones. No, it, it, it really, un- <laughs> the violence is important. It's a slasher movie. The violence matters. It's not just, it's not just gratuitous. I mean, it is gratuitous, but it's also part of the story. And it's part of the emotional experience. Yes. It's supposed to be horrifying. And that's how they express horror is, is this very visceral and gruesome kind of way. But thankfully, Jason X, don't skimp on that shit. We talked about the, the freezer head slam. I'm also a very, and this one doesn't get mentioned as much, but I am a huge fan of the kill. I think it's just a random commando, but uh, Jason kind of breaks them over the hand railing and then throws him over and he lands oh. on a giant drill bit yeah. and slowly rotates down and it's hilarious. And, and then it gets undercut by one of the teens being like, he's screwed. He's screwed. And it's like, no, he's drilled. Okay. So but <laughs> they had, they, I think they added that line. Sure. And then they were like trying to figure out whether it stayed in or not. And right. it was like test audiences liked it. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, but who cares if they like it? <laughs> right. I think just the you're visual like paying of them dead... a little bit to be there. They're right. gonna be like, ha ha, mm-hmm. very good joke. Yeah, they're in a great mood. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you paid me to watch a movie, oh what? my god. Do they pay test audience? I should I, look I think into they, that. I think they I throw put... them a few bucks. Do they? Okay. But I don't I mean, think it's not like a a full time job. Right. But still, you'd be in a you'd be in a pretty decent mood. Oh yeah, and. It, just getting to see a movie before everyone else has its own little thrill to it. Uh-huh. Like, ooh, this is a secret one just for me. Yep. There Sign are that co- NDA. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, man. I, they, I, I could never be in a test audience, though, because I would tell them some weird shit and skew it, and a very weird movie would come out if they listened to me. That's why I don't trust test audiences no. for anything. It's like, they didn't pay to get in here. They're nope. not, like, an interested party. Like, right. Uh, but. Anyway, what are the other kills? Uh, I mean, well, there are those standout kills. But beyond that, like, like the, the, the drill bit and the head freeze are fantastic. I got to be on. Well, and there's a back break. And I, I mostly perked up at the back break because Uh that's in the game. Like full stop. He does like, he, he breaks, he breaks the guy's back over his knee and throws him. And the exact animation is in the game, which that's pretty cool. Doesn't he cut someone down the middle in this one? He does. That might be during the holodeck sequence though, because if you remember he, yeah. And then they, they they, kind of come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that there, I liked that there was a holodeck in this 
or hollow deck. I realize I'm making it hollow deck. Hollow deck. But the hollow. Open the windows. <laughs> right. Potatoes. Yeah. Have some potatoes. But the, the hollow deck is interesting. One, just having it at all is like a fun twist and they have some real fun with it later. I guess that's one of the other really good kills is when they, so they create this diversion mm-hmm. for Jason yeah. to, to kill some time. So they, they boot up this very over the top version of 1980s crystal Lake. And these two ladies pop out and they're like, Hey, want to have premarital sex? Want to uh-huh. smoke a duber? Want to underage drink? <laughs> and then they, they awkwardly back into the sleeping yeah. bags. <laughs> And then Jason, and this is this is a, a kill that got cut down from part seven. Yeah, the infamous sleeping bag kill, and they just fucking cranked it to not even eleven. I, they yeah. like cranked it to thirty-seven <laughs> for this one. He just, he just slamming one sleeping bag fill, like full of girl into another sleeping bag full of girl, uh-huh. and then against the tree. And in the tree, yeah. and, but and since they're holograms that don't really process pain, they're like, ow, ow, ooh, ouchie, <laughs> ooh, ow. <laughs> Like, That's got to be so great for him in turn, like maybe in great, some, but also he's not actually getting the kill, you know? Right. And when well, he figures it out, right? Like he kind of, yeah. he puts together, Jason has this interesting sort of animal cunning <laughs> where like you, you can fool him for a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. he does the, the undead hamster in the wheel of his yeah. mind does start shambling and he's like, wait, no. Um, that is one probably my favorite kill personally. It's so, it's um, extremely good. <laughs> be, yeah, because uh, because it got cut from seven, and they, you know, like that was my problem with seven is yep. is it doesn't give you at least what I really want, you know. Well, and 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 that the six movies before it gave you in spades, right? Like, it's there a precedent has been set, and and it didn't really meet that yeah it got it got gutted like it's 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 pg-13 level tame what in, year did that points. come out uh part seven i think was 88 or 89 okay they were pretty close to cranking them out one a year yeah i i don't really recall but you know there was the whole parents were really cracking down on like media back yep. then which is kind of like like what has um snowballed into the violent video game thing that we're going through and have been going through now fucking again i cannot believe well it never trotted out that old chestnut yeah Yeah, that's true i'm saying it just never went away it was um tv and music and and in movies you know and like let's rate everything and and i don't know well i think ratings are fine i i think that's kind of a good idea yeah i think it's It's good good to know what you're getting into um yeah i think i think that's perfectly fine uh but they always just go out of their way to make it into like you know music was making your kids uh crazy they want to kill themselves because this guy mentioned suicide in passing right yeah they they blow it out of proportion records going backwards and yeah that's that's the satanic panic bullshit which is extremely uh fascinating and ridiculous to me but i think um you know, at that same time, they would have been looking at Jason like, oh, well, oh yeah. could, could you uh, not slam a teenage girl uh, in a uh, sleeping bag against a tree until she is dead? <laughs> it's like, that's the like, nature of the movie, yeah, dog. Yeah, like, we could do not do that, but 
you haven't been here for the first six movies. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you checked out, like, and now you take an interest. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't have a problem when we put a fucking arrowhead through, what, Kevin Bacon's Kevin chest? Kevin Bacon's chest. Very graphically? Yeah. Like, yeah, and he looked like a baby in that movie. Oh, yeah, no, he was like 18. Yeah, no, you were fine with that. but no. And, you know, I actually will say, in a way, with the sleeping bag kill in part seven, it just being the one thunk against the tree, uh-huh. and then it stops is kind of yeah. more upsetting because that that just implies instant like that's more realistic. I I don't think it's the one thunk. I think it's when they cut it. Okay. You yeah. know, cuz they cut it really quickly. Right. And there's no time afterwards to process. Yeah. What had happened? Like what's really horrifying in movies say if he did one thunk with that sleeping bag and against the tree it. and then dropped her on the ground and just like left it. Yep. And you have to sit there and like look at her for a second. Right. And it's, that would fuck me up. Yeah. You know, that would stick with me. It's almost, it's uh, the, the Friday the 13th movies are a little cartoonish and a little yeah. like over the top. That would almost be, That'd like, be realistic. too real. Yeah. <laughs> and and let spe- it be like an actual killer, like sitting there with the body afterwards. Yep. Like, man, that was great. <laughs> God, yeah, that's that's when you you cross the line from Jason Voorhees into Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Which is like, oh, yep, Yep. great, I did it, feels good, yeah. And then Jason X, you got this very cartoonish variation on that where he's just whacking sleeping bag to sleeping bag, like, ow. (laughs) Yes, sorry. No, No, it's just really good. I like that kill. It's it's wonderful. And what's funny is one of my first experiences with Jason X, other than the ad campaign and making fun of it because I was a bitchy teenager. Oh, that looks so dumb. Why is it dumb? I'm sure I made fun of it. I make fun of everything. (laughs) Right. But it's I didn't appreciate things that were over the top or things that were ridiculous when I was that age. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. I did. Because you're moving on from. You're trying to move on from wacky stuff, wacky kid stuff. Right. And I and didn't, you're, you're like trying too hard to prove that you're like, yeah, I don't like his stuff. It's, yeah. It's like when middle schoolers rip on Barney. It's like, yeah. well, dog, Barney's not for you, man. Leave, leave him the fuck alone. Right. What did he do to you? Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, I know <laughs> you don't like Barney. You're in fucking middle school. <laughs> let, let Who him gives go? a shit? Let him sing about the alphabet, dog. Right. Just fucking he's not, leave him alone. He's, he's not, not, doing, not doing anything to you. And you know who you know who ripped on Barney in middle school? Me. Because that, well, that was the shitty phase I was in. Legit, though, if, if I had a kid who watched Barney, I would be fucking in pain. Oh, yeah, no. It's pretty... Like, yeah. as someone who that likes, like, cartoons show. and kids shows, that's a bad one. Yeah, that was a real bad show. It's not a... It, Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers, it ain't. But it was for, I think, tiny real, children. Tiny, real tiny. little kids. Yeah. Like, you... Kids that maybe just aged out of Teletubbies right. could move on to Barney. Yeah. Remember Teletubbies? Real quick. I, I was thinking of Teletubbies the whole time that you were like talking about Barney. Yeah. Yeah, that's another primo example too of a shitty sixth grader being like, Ugh, Teletubbies, that's so stupid. Teletubbies though were kinda dope. <laughs> it's super <laughs> like, trippy. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I think with the right I think with the right uh perhaps chemical or herbal supplements, that could be an amazing time. Yeah. I'm that sure they're all on baby? YouTube. Oh, yeah. They gotta be. Remember the Tinky... Sorry. Um, this will be my last... Remember this? Yeah, Remember we've the been 90s? Going for an, a long time. All right. I'm just gonna say real quick. Remember Tinky Winky? Uh, right-wingers were mad because they thought it maybe looked, he was gay. That's all. It looked like a dick on his head. That's why they thought that. 
Well, and he was purple and he carried a purse and he had, I don't know why I was just reading about this again. And his emblem was an upside down triangle, which is a noted gay pride symbol. Well, but these guys always look for like symbols. They're all into oh, symbols. No. And, and, and it's like the liberals are hiding. They're fucking insane. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, alone. we don't fucking work like that. We yeah. tell you if we're gay or not. Right. You know? Like, right. We don't, you know, if, if we wanted to have a gay character in the show, we would just say, here's our gay character in the show. Right. People are not fighting for the right to like secretly be gay. They, you know, no, no, they kind of got to do that for the last couple thousand yeah. years. We're not fighting for the right to hide our symbols in media right. and t- take your children away from you. Oh, I guess that's a projection thing, huh? That's a isn't it? Big time fucking projection thing. Somebody likes to hide their symbols and stuff, and it's not the lefties. Yes. And wah, I don't want to get into the Da Vinci Let's... Code right now, but I think... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay. Very good. So, I, I mean, I don't know. What is there to say about this movie? You got, a, you got futuristic space college kids. They like to fuck. Sometimes it's with a nippleless robot. Sometimes it's not. Uh, if Jason hates anything, it's college kids who fuck. So he gets up, he goes on this great rampage. He goes against a, a space commando team, very aliens of them. Uh, he slaughters them because Jason's going to Jason. Uh, I will say we were talking about like the, the clunky dog shit lines in this movie, but there, there were two specific jokey lines that i literally laughed There's out loud at on purpose one of them was the pilot who's kind of a gross trucker type mm. and they're talking about like and, and somebody's talking with him like oh yeah we found we found this frozen guy and this frozen girl and he's like "Ooh, a girl huh <laughs> and he makes like some some generically kind of sleazy comments but then he ends it with i'm so lonely yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it yeah. feels very real an accident maybe uh but i laughed at that and then uh brodsky again the guy who has like this great tony todd kind of vibe he's he's like a badass commando and uh jason stabs him through the belly through a wall uh-huh. and he's like oh it's gonna take more than a, a poke in the ribs to take me down and then another thing stabs through <laughs> the wall and he's like yep that'll do it yep <laughs> i was like yeah that's awesome i hope when i die i can have that sort of like that funny yeah. of a death line. Right. Yeah. It's great. Um, no, there are some there. I, we always tend to focus on the negative cause it's more fun. To, it's easier to, to talk at. about, but, but um, uh, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely some good lines, great kills. Yeah. Um, there's some good, there's some good like drama too, because that at, uh, after things have fully gotten fucked, they are, the survivors are running to a shuttle. And they're like, okay, we're going to get on the shuttle and we're just going to bounce. And uh, Kinza, the girl who her boyfriend got stabbed right after they were done doinking. Yeah. She's like, she's like the most freaked out and the most kind of shell shocked by this. So when they're running, something happens where the group needs to split up. But she's like, fuck it. Sorry, guys, I'm leaving. And she gets in the shuttle and she's so panicky and freaked out that she doesn't disengage the umbilical and crashes yeah. it. There's little stuff like that. Like they're um, which I've, I consider that understandable. I think a yeah. lot of people would be frustrated with a person doing that in a movie, but I think that's real. Well, and, and they did a good job of establishing that as her character. Like they made her panicky and freaked out. And it just that just felt like kind of the natural payoff. To yeah. That. And then, it, of course, it ups the stakes for the remaining survivors in an interesting way. Um, and then there's also about halfway through the movie, 
they they decide okay we're gonna we're gonna dock with the solaris space station that's another <laughs> sci-fi reference they mm. snuck in there uh they're like yeah we're gonna dock with the space station they've got like seven teams of commandos this will be fine guys everybody chill it's gonna be fine and then jason of course kills the gross pilot and then they just <laughs> fucking crash through the space station and it's it's pretty awesome like uh, there's a lot of CGI, and it's it's early 2000s, low-budget CGI, so it's not great, but it's, but it's not bad either. Yeah, I mean... And I think again, some of it might have been miniatures, because like the explosions look really good. Right. I think um, it's one of those things, like, by that time in the movie, you're used to it being sort of like a TV show quality, so you're like, holy shit! But like, if it were like a feature film, you wouldn't be like... Right. If it, if it came out now, it wouldn't be impressive. It'd be right there at passable. But yes. because it's like the rest of the movie is like kind of lower budget, you're like, really, it's really impressive. Yeah. To see uh, how they used what they had, what they had. Yeah. Um, because they they really did do a good job within the limitations. I think they like uh, made this movie without anyone to sell it to. If I'm remembering correctly, some sort oh, of... Oh, without like a distributor? Some Yeah, some okay. sort of uh, business like that where they had to like find someone to buy the movie oh. after they'd already made it. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really so, cool. So, um, I, I wish I, I should have made a note of that. Uh, if you're really fucking interested, you can look that up, I guess, <laughs> but... Duh. It's too much. There's honestly like too much information... Um, that came my way when researching this. That yeah. like I, I, you you make a decision. Like, what am I gonna actually like make a note of? And, right. Oh yeah. yeah. No. No. I'm I'm with you on that, and I'm I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did a bunch of research too, because I think we kind of ended up hitting different stuff. I think we did. We did. Um, so that we had uh, a good variation. Like a good yeah, a good yeah. mix of shit, and it's very different from like when we do these Godzilla and Gamera movies. Like information on those are kind of sparse because they weren't made here. Yeah. And the information you can find, some of it's going to be apocryphal because it's mm-hmm. just maybe it got translated wrong or maybe somebody just heard wrong. There was for a long time, there was a rumor that there were in the 70s, Toho was going to make Godzilla versus the devil as a response to like things like The Exorcist. Okay. And for years, I, and I don't think I was the only fan. I, I think there are a lot of fans who are like, oh, that was the thing they, they were working on and decided not to. Total bullshit. It was never in the world. Made up. Just made up. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So it's very refreshing to look at a movie like Jason X, where uh, not only is there a lot of information about the making of it, it's like uh, there are people. Yeah, there are people who like won't shut up about it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Our our boy Todd Farmer. (laughs) It's great. Talk our ears off about it. I like. I like the guy. By the way, I um, I you know I had my critiques of his uh, writing style, but I I think he's like if you listen to him talk, like he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. I'll have you to check it out. hang out with him. The DVD, the DVD is also very nostalgic. It's a very yeah. early 2000s with the menus. And uh, instead of instead of a section called special features, it's called like all access pass. Like yeah. it was this right. branded experience. Well, apparently it was one of the earlier DVDs that actually had stuff on it. Yeah. Like I useful. Uh, like, yeah, they really wanted to sell this DVD. So they put a lot of extra features on it. And so one of those things is the commentary, which is I got a few things from it, but yeah. then it quickly devolves into the director and the writer just being an old married couple. <laughs> like bickering? Like light um, jabs at oh. each other constantly. And it's like, <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> that sounds kind of awesome. It's not. It doesn't quite reach awesome. Okay. But it is kind of like, oh, well. <laughs> it's more of a bummer. It, it's kind of fun at first, and then it becomes a bummer because they keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned DVDs and this being an early DVD. Uh, there's a line ki- kind of early on when they first secure Jason and Rowan and uh, Lowe, who is this movie's Paul Reiser character using the aliens comparison. Right. Um, Lowe is talking to the, the, this guy that he's going to basically sell the Jason body to. And the guy's like, what is it, another crate of DVDs? And <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's like a bold joke to make at the dawn of DVDs, guys. Right, when you're presumably the, like, trying to sell your Jason X DVD. And then how much later did they do Fast and the Furious and it's like they're stealing DVD players? Fast and the Furious 1 might have been the same year. Really? 2001 or 2, <laughs> yeah. DVD players. Wow. Ooh, remember? Man, oh, God, that's so funny. I, I, I know I promised to not do another remember when, so I'm, I'm cutting that one off. <laughs> Too many remember whens. Uh, it's turning we're into... At the, we're at the... Near the close, anyway. So, yes. Uh, well, and I... <laughs> do you, in our, that, that Chris Farley sketch where he had an interview show and he would have a big star yeah. on and he would just go, you remember, hey, remember when you did... You remember when you said... Uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to turn into Chris Farley in that exact sketch, but sometimes it's hard. <laughs> um, I wish Lowe had been played by Chris Parnell. I think I think he would have fucking crushed that role, yeah. and it couldn't have cost a lot to get two thousand one Chris Parnell in a movie. Well, he wouldn't have had his. He wouldn't have been quite been Chris Parnell like we know him now. That's true. You would need like two thousand four or five Chris Parnell to time travel back to this movie to be perfect. In yep, because he would he would have been a. Well, he might have been the same, but you wouldn't. He wouldn't have the name recognition. Oh, sure. You know? So yeah, he'd be even cheaper to get. But they wanted those cheap Toronto local right. actors. <laughs> all, those, all those future stars of Andromeda. Uh, yeah. I don't know, Ralph. What else do you want to talk about with this movie? We kind of jumped around. I, cover, I covered my stuff. You hit all your notes? Yeah. Um, they do. So uh, in, in with all the, the, the myriad other like, sci-fi references they make, when the commandos are suiting up, uh, the, uh, Brodsky's like, yeah, basically asking what everybody's packing, and one of them says they have the BFG, which Doom fans uh, will recognize. I thought that was pretty cool. The big freaking gun. The big freaking gun. I thought that was a fun name drop. Um, the 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 hollow deck diversion at the end. There was an earlier draft of that, which. <laughs> The casting director and actual director both hated that scene and didn't want it in because it was initially a much longer, more titty-filled scene. And yeah. they're like, oh my god, can we not just have a huge titty scene? Can we just make a fucking movie? And, <laughs> and they, uh, It they, is not very imaginative. They, you can do all kinds of things with a holodeck and you're just like, yeah, well, tits. Well, they want... I mean, the idea was that they wanted to throw Jason into an environment that would keep right. him busy. Right. Vis-a-vis horny teens at a summer camp. But I guess originally it was going to have like a big v- beach volleyball sequence and yeah, 
It was yeah. ridiculous. But they also wanted to get um, Betsy Palmer to come back and have a cameo as Pamela mm-hmm. Voorhees in that scene. And they they wanted Jason to, like, attack her to show how, like, evil Jason had become. Yeah. And so, like, ultimately, I'm kind of, like, it would have been cool to see I think Pamela that been, again. I think that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Jason gunning for her like that that feels kind of off to me the because the uber jason being just like the absolute extreme jason and just yeah i well i i guess that makes sense yeah if it's specific yeah it's uber jason that's in so why didn't they i can't believe they didn't go with like cyber jason he's in the script as uber jason he sure is all the all the material calls him uber jason which is magical i don't know this is a wonderful movie it's a perfect film but um I mean, I feel like the ending drags. Oh, where it's no, just the, like, okay, well he he's in, he's in the holodeck and then when he gets out it's just like just chasing him, he's chasing him, he's chasing yep. him, unrelenting and then what is he they he goes out the airlock. They blow him out the airlock and he, he still comes back. Yeah, he gets back in for a second and then um they they blow him out another airlock or something and Brodsky sacrifices himself. He crashes into him. And they 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 go rocketing down to Earth too, looking like a shooting star. Horny teens see it, like let's go check it out. Yeah, and then they and land it's like, in a That's lake. fun. Yeah, yeah, into a presumably crystal lake, perhaps. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100 percent. Though the yeah. thir- I would say what the whole third act kind of drags. It's really tough. It like yeah. it runs out of juice or something. Yeah, because it's I know that so they... fun for a while. Well. Yeah, it's another case of it not knowing what it wants to be because they they really want to extend this ending and m- make you tense, and uh, because it it it's sort of unearned. Yeah. Um. As you know, the f- the first two thirds of the movie, um, you're it's comedy or it's like crazy kills. There's no like real uh tension or like or a great connection to these characters at yeah, the end where you're like really concerned with, will they get away or not? Yeah. It's just uh, people running away from Jason. And they're, they're, they're all kind of cartoonish people, aren't they? Like they, they don't really yeah. establish great personalities. Y- y- even yes and no. They're not, I mean, they're like sketches of people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say cartoon, but you know, sure. like they're not fully fleshed out. There's, I feel like there's not enough to grab onto with, yeah, these, yeah. with these characters. Like, because even, even other Friday the 13th movies, they'll, well, this is the nerdy one. This is the jock. This is the one that likes to party. This is the one that doesn't. And I feel like we don't even really get that with these characters. You get like, yeah, you get little hints, but not enough. Yeah. And I, I mean, you don't really need much to establish what a character is, but you got to do it right. You got to have a little yeah. something. Yeah. Like the, I feel like the most we get was that the kid with, the kid with dreads was kind of a goober. Like that was about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm the nerdy, the nerdy guy. You see a lot more of him because they yeah. w- really want to drive home that he's banging that robot. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They yeah. kind of flesh him out. There is a really weird, the, one of the characters is named, I think Janessa and she, they, a stat, I think she's supposed to be kind of the mean girl or kind of, you know, kind of the bitchy type. Okay. But they do early on when they're showing Rowan around the ship, they go to the lab. Do you remember this? There's a lab with like tubes with alien creatures in them, like little <laughs> yeah. green goblins yeah, and shit. Yeah. And the, the nerdy robot fucker is like, these are Janessa's love children. 
And that's the only explanation we get of these these fucking things. They're I think like, that's a joke, right? Oh no, of course yeah, it's a joke. Okay. Like there's some kind of like science experiment or something, but like I mean, who knows though? Maybe Right, no, yeah, yeah maybe she pooped them out. Yeah. But it's it's such a buck wild thing to throw into this movie offhandedly. Whenever there's a space movie or like a future movie like this, one of the one of the questions that's rattling around in my mind as a viewer is like Oh, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if aliens exist in this world. I wonder if they've made first contact or anything. It always kind of, it's not like a big pressing concern. It's not like I go into a movie and be like, well, they didn't say if they met aliens or not. But like, when you show me a wall of goblins mm-hmm. and, and then just move on, like, are they genetic experiments that Janessa has been doing? Did they scoop up some aliens Maybe. on their way to Earth One? Yeah, they. She is like a researcher. She could be She's, doing making them. Yeah, or growing them. Yeah, uh, but they get blown up later anyway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, Fuck them. It's fine. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, should, I just should, wanted to. I, I just ball. wanted to throw out that very strange yeah. thing that happens and. Uh, uh, isn't really ex- expounded upon. We, yeah, we should we should wrap up. Now. Ralph, I have four hundred more pages of notes that I would like to talk to you in in <laughs> extensive detail. Well, we have three more episodes. <laughs> I'm I'm to kidding. Record Ralph. three I'm, and a half. I'm I'm joshing with you, Ralph. What uh, what are your final thoughts on JSONX? Excuse me, Jason Ten. I'm sorry, Jason X. I like it. And scene. <laughs> no, it's it's great. Uh, I mean, it's I, not it's the a, deepest shit in the world. Super that's... fun watch. Yeah, I, well, that's what I mean when I say great. I have fun every time I watch it. The least fun that I had was watching it with the commentary. Totally. Just because, like, I I want to see, I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to hear it. I don't need to see these guys uh, or hear these guys talking. It's with a movie like this. And I shouldn't even bother to say that. Like, uh, it's just the least fun that I've had. But yeah. what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say a movie like this. And I think slasher movies in general, to me, the most interesting commentary behind the scenes stuff is either like the legal battles, which this has mm-hmm. in the in the name and, and rights to the character. And then the other the other my other favorite behind the scenes part is, of course, the practical effects, because slasher movies always have a pretty high number of right of practical effects. I liked hearing that like Kane Hodder's a nice guy and he yeah. like, you know, in in how they do the stunts and it's like the actor basically propels themselves into a countertop if it you know, <sighs> that sort awesome. of thing. Like like he just holds your head, you know. And oh then they, nice. And then nice. they just push their face into it. Right. Oh, that's cool. Like one of the stunt guys broke his nose. Cause he was but it was yeah. on him. It wasn't right. Kane's. And it was fault. just all yeah, it was all his th- <laughs> That's awesome. That <laughs> it, rules it is, it's very cool. That um, rules so much. But no, I like this movie a whole lot. Um, and uh, yeah, like I, I love to pick at it because it's so silly. It's v- it's got a lot of it's real yeah. goofy and it's but that's it's, part of why I love it. It's a feature, not a bug. It is this way yes, by design. It's a feature, not a bug. What do you what do you, is that? What, what do you think about it? I'm I'm in uh, I'm in a similar camp. I think uh, I think it's a it's a lot more fun than it gets credit for. I think it's a little smarter than it gets credit for. Yep, both. Um, True. I think it's kind of I, I I've started thinking of it as the Starship Troopers effect, where people see uh, a movie that looks dumb and just assume it's extremely dumb and has nothing to say. I still haven't seen Starship Troopers again, and I thought it was dumb when it came out. Okay, 
I know this I'm. A, I know I was wrong. I no, just no, haven't no. seen it again. No, no, it's fine. Here's here's the issue with Starship Troopers. It was a parody of the War on Terror before the War on Terror happened. So it was a parody uh, that came out before its source material. Yeah. And I think that's why it seems so dumb. So we didn't. We couldn't have even known how smart it was. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Paul Verhoeven know knew though. Uh, and I think if you haven't, if you haven't watched it recently, watch it now and watch it with the knowledge that it is in universe propaganda because holy <laughs> shit, that movie is way well, smarter than it gets credit for between that and Robo- Robocop. Like, yeah, yeah. Paul Verhoeven knows what the fuck is yeah. up. Like dude, dude, we should man just is be smart. asking him what to do next. Yeah. Paul. Hey, Paul, what do you think about the world right now? <laughs> Maybe that's why he's like retired. He's like, oh, I yeah. can't spoof this anymore. This it's too, too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I got to quit. Um, but yeah, so it, th- this movie is much more fun and a, l- a tiny bit smarter than it gets credit for. I think this is a perfect uh, have some friends over and crack a couple beers kind yep. of horror movie. Uh, you can you can laugh at it and laugh with it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I do think um, my big beef with it is that I wish it was a little bit dumber. Uh, I wish it was either dumber or smarter. Well, exactly. Yeah. I guess, I guess I shouldn't say I wish it was a little dumber. I wish it was a little more over the top. It's pretty over the top. I just wish it would commit to, yes, uh, commit to a direction. That's what it is. It's trying to have it both ways. I think, um, now here's a question that I really want the answer to. Okay. Where does it rank among the 10 Jason movies? Ooh, that's. Really hard. It is very tough. I would say I well, first of all, I have a weird Jason ranking because I fucking love part seven, even though it got neutered. I'm a big part seven fan. Yeah. Um, I mean I like the story of part seven a lot. And and that has my favorite Jason. To right. me, that is the gnarliest, most badass looking Jason where his teeth are exposed, he's got the chain around his neck. Yeah. He's get, uh his I've, his ribs and shit poke through the back like that's fucking oh, dope, he's, Jason. He's wet. He's wet all, all the time. All the time. It's like the to like I I think human Jason is a scarier creature, but when it comes to the zombie Jasons, Part Seven to me is the most badass looking Jason. Uh, yeah, as far as the cr- the creature, I guess. Yeah, like it is really cool looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but so to I'm answer a, your question, yeah. I would put um. All things considered, I would put Jason X probably high middle. I don't have an exact number ranking for them because it kind of shifts around. Yeah. Um, but and to give you an idea, um, like the 2009 remake, I thought was more solid than it got credit for. I would also put that in high middle. I'm just saying the first 10. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, I would I would say. Well, so, yeah, that's still takes, high middle. I yeah. Assume. Yeah. But slightly higher middle. Like my my tippy top is like part seven and part four. Those are my two faves. I OK. Think. And so so Jason X is not too far from them. I'm thinking I didn't actually have an answer to my own question, <laughs> but I would say working from the bottom. Yeah. In no particular order, I would put for me seven near the bottom. Understandable. Eight near the bottom. Maybe nine, but I have a soft spot for nine as weird as it is. Nine's cool. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of cool, but I still think it's kind of lower. There's a really uh, great, I love the bounty hunter character in in nine. Like there's that nine is another one where there's like cool shit in it, but the whole package doesn't quite add up for me. I think for me, I, even though it's really solid, I think three would be down there too. But so 
That's sure. an easier way for me to sort of rank this, yeah. and I would probably put it near six. Okay. Out of ten. Yeah. You know? That's legit. There's probably like, five that I like better. Yeah. Cool, man. That makes sense. Yeah. Dude. And it sounds like we're around the same. You're maybe high yep. middle, and I'm lower middle. Yep. Yeah. I think we're in a similar ballpark in that respect. Yeah. I think I will forever be the fucking weirdo Friday the 13th fan for putting seven at number one, though. I can't imagine I, anyone puts yeah, it that high. Just to put... I judge no one for what their favorite Friday the 13th is because I love them all. Yeah, same. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. There's no other like horror series that has gone on this long where I legit love all of the movies. Yep. It's never happened. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm 100% in the same boat with you. I, I would say um, the only thing that comes close is Nightmare on Elm Street, but there's not as many entries in that one. Yeah, there's six. Something like that. And then, well, and then the, I didn't see the remake. In the remake, I didn't see I that I heard either. that was pretty bad. But I didn't count the remake. Anyway. <laughs> I, yeah, we're getting in the many. weeds. Yeah. We're getting in the weeds here. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Jason X. Yeah. We did it. We talked about it. Um, and, yeah, this was uh, uh, Shelly's episode. That's Shelley, right. Uh, gave us extra money to do this episode. And, Shelly, I hope that you are satisfied with it. If I don't not, know what us. Matt thinks, but I, I hope it. that you're satisfied. I, d- I hope that yeah. too, Ralph. <laughs> okay. Throwing me under the goddamn bus. I just want you to speak for yourself. Okay, thank you. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Sh- Shelly is a superstar and um, became a Godzilla-level patron. And when you do that, you get to pick what we talk about for an episode. We've actually got another one of these coming down the pike a little yep. later. Uh, Riccio uh, has also mutated into a full-blown Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And, we, uh, can just, we can just say what it is, right? Hmm? We can just say what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, right? it's, the, it's the $25 level. No, no, no. Oh. The movie that he chose. Yeah, Colossal. I yeah. was about to. I've never seen this. I haven't either, and I've been meaning to. And based on what I know about it, Ralph, I think you will dig it. I, it seems like it, just from what you two have said about it, it seems like something I would like. It is. It is definitely a kaiju movie with uh, something going on behind the eyes. Some yeah. There's there's a, some meteor ideas thrown around. In mm-hmm. that, so oh, I love to chew. Just chew on a movie. Oh yeah, dude. Get mm-hmm. that shit stuck between your teethers. Mm-hmm. You got to pick it out later with yes. a with a little toothpick, and that, then you chew up that little piece that comes out. That's how I like it. Just like that. But yeah, so thank you, Shelly. Uh, you the shit. The bonus is low-key for Shelly, too, and also just for me. It's, we're well, doing that. It, it, yeah, it's for all of us because uh, we're going to tackle a specter that's been looming over the yeah. podcast since its inception. Yep. I think that uh, I might actually release this bonus as like a, just, a, just releasing it in the wild, see yeah. what happens. I think that's a great idea. I, we'll I love see how it Ralph. turns out, but yeah. Yeah, it could take a turn. It might be too controversial for the public. Oh my god! Is it gonna? <laughs> is it gonna be more controversial? It's, air quotes it's than not, the Bigfoot and, episode. No, it's not like it's not <laughs> NC seventeen or above or oh, or, okay. or X. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Right. Um, so yeah, stick around for that. Uh, Ralph, I want to thank you for our theme song, Harkzilla, uh, and also for all the editing and producing that you do. You, thank you the best. No, no, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just of course, got to rethink our brave and bold patrons, uh, just like veteran submarine captains, they will get us through enemy territory alive. <laughs> okay. Uh, also yeah, be sure to <laughs> what? I just like that one. That's cool. One. Yeah. I, I was, I was pleased with that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, be sure to visit monstersconquertheworld.com for more monster mashing, kaiju crushing chaos. Matt, Matt's 7,000 word per post blog. Like, check it out if you're into this stuff. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it coming deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, too deep, perhaps. But yeah. people read it. It's crazy to it's me. Amazing. Like, I check, I check the stats every once in a while. I'm like, oh, my God. Some guy in Malaysia read my shit. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. It makes it makes me really happy. Uh, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Monsters Conquer. Uh, we also have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash Monsters Conquer the World. Uh, Monsters Conquer the World.com also has the open invite to our Discord. So you can pop in there and yak with us about shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of crab memes lately and that's been a lot of fun loving it keep them coming please please more crab content that that crab tent that i crave Uh, (laughs) but yeah jump in there and yak with us about shit uh ralph you run hellscape uh what's new with hellscape uh we are gonna release another album soon that i have not announced yet but it's coming the latest latest that we have released is fdsdf still that is like on your keyboard just I, on your left hand. It took me. It took F-D- me a minute to S-D-F. figure that out. Yeah, that's that's good. It's good shit. The music is badass. It it's, is very cool. It um, rules. I'm very happy with it. We still have a uh, few tapes left. So, yeah. uh, are we at the thank yous for listenings? I think so. Yeah. I I I I, I know we've talked about the patrons a lot, but I I always I don't know. I want to I want to hit it hard. Well, um. If oh in uh. Our friend Richard has been having health troubles. Feel, get well soon, buddy. Richard. Okay, uh, Ralph. Yeah. I don't care if you're a believer or not, but what I want you to do right now uh-huh. is to channel all of your psychic energy. Yeah. And we're going to put it out into the room. The mics are going to pick it up, and they're going to blast it into Richard's ears, and it's probably going to cure him, okay? Okay. So you ready? <laughs> I want to point out, uh, Ralph and I did not make any sound during that. So anything that you heard was raw psychic energy. Ghosts. Ghostesses. So. But yeah, uh, if you like what you hear and you want to purge your body, Thetans, go to www.patreon.com slash monsters conquer. You can become a patron. Uh, like we talked about, if you hit the, uh, the Godzilla level, you can pick the topic of an episode uh, at any level. You get access to a super secret Discord lounge. And at the $5 level, you get access to our top secret forbidden shadow episodes. So jump in there. And you know what, though? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, If you can't become a paid patron, there's a ton of things you can do to uh, blast our spot uh, that we would appreciate. You can uh, subscribe, rate, Share us on social media, tell your friends, or build a complete operational and anatomically correct uh, Android of Ralph. Yeah. Nipples or not. Wasn't it a big old statue last time? Yeah. Yeah, we've been, this is a thing now. Yeah. 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 Create effigies of Ralph. Well, no, it's a running gag. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, Ralph, let's shine a light on that shadow episode. I agree. Corda.